Hey everyone, I'm Becky and this is Buzz and this is episode 17 of the Hippie Mum and Dad podcast. Welcome, I hope you've been enjoying it so far. This week we are both rather tired. We have no news from the Wales Fertility Institute sadly. Um, It is getting closer to the end of September. I'd say we're like mid to end now. Yeah. So we've every been, day is like, uh, are they going to call? Are they going to call? Yeah. Are they going to call? We've been waking up every day being like, today could be the day. And then I leave work at like quarter to five or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no missed calls. No. Got it from no one. Um, We're both really tired though. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, basically we've got like, we're kind of semi looking after. <laughs> not really. Not really, but like uh, our neighbor's having a bit of a tough time and she uh she's having like problems with dementia so mm-hmm. she's being confused and we've had a few late night um visits yeah. from our neighbor like half four in the morning so that has been difficult this week we're <sighs> yeah. both exhausted. throws you out a little bit but i mean happy to do it because we just want to make sure she's yeah. okay and stuff you can't really just ignore someone who's like no. having a really shit time but um yeah hopefully uh hopefully the doctors will come and check her out yeah. soon and she'll maybe stabilize or whatever but yeah, and my heart goes out to anyone who's going through that at I the know. moment because we went through it with both of our grandparents and it's really horrible. Yeah. So that is a bit sad, but we're both tired and um, yeah, ready for the weekend already, I think. <sighs> yeah, I got loads of work to do. Got loads of uh, catching up to do and social media stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. running a photography and video business is not booming at the moment so yeah kind of change a few things and stuff yeah which is a good segue into our guest today yeah who is a wedding photographer yeah yeah um uh, a lady Nailed called it. elise <laughs> yeah. um we have a guest elise um from fuck you infertility on instagram um you may have heard of her before um yeah it's a sweary episode obviously i didn't give you any warning before i said that um yeah it was a great chat so yeah she um she has more energy than us right now yeah um and we have we have more energy in the actual episode as well so it was yeah. cool and um, basically you know we talk about like being honest and just being kind of like upfront and mm-hmm. normal on social media how we hence, can cope you know hence hen- the, the name mm-hmm. uh of her channel yeah and, and stuff so we hope re- you enjoy it hey elise how are you hi i'm good i'm good today thank you how you yeah, doing? I'll show you. I'm good. Um, I just um, I I wanted to say thank you because I have a really enjoyed your Instagram feed. Fuck you, infertility. Um, like I said, I when I contacted you, I I just love your graphics and your swears and um, just like everything. It just makes me smile and um, makes Aww. me just be like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> sorry for the swearing <laughs> podcast. We'll have to put a warning in. Um, well, sorry, you can't really have at fuck you underscore infertility on if you're not allowed to swear on the podcast so true so true so um can you tell everyone a little bit about you and what you're up to yeah so um so i'm elise i am a photographer and i am um a member of this crappy club that we're all probably a member of why would you listen to this if you weren't yeah um and um yeah so my fiance and i have been trying to conceive for just over two years mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we actually just had our first round of IVF which failed mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah but we got two frozen embryos so Yay. you know on to the next stage um and we'll see what happens but 
I, I, I joined Instagram. I don't know. I felt like I wanted to be a wanted to talk to other people who were going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I did find a lot of great people and that I felt a nice connection to, but I also thought it was all a bit airy fairy and hopeful and yeah. you know, this is this journey is just shit. It's yeah. shit and it feels good to me to say that. Yeah. Um and um yeah, so my fellow and I always whenever we're watching anything on the telly, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Um us too. We, whenever something comes on, and this means that we do it about 10 times a day, where there's someone who's pregnant or someone who's got five kids or whatever, we always, we started to just swear at the telly and just be like, oh, fuck you, fuck <laughs> off, fuck you. So that's kind of where it came from. And, and it really helped. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt good to let off a bit of steam and kind of try and make it all into a, a bit more of a, a joke than it, than it feels at times yeah um so yeah when I when I started up the account I don't know I just had a lot to get off (laughs) um felt quite sweary and I and I thought it would be cool to share that with people and yeah because I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel the same yeah I I agree with you I think there are loads of people who um feel the same way and it's interesting that you said you know you've met loads of cool people but you found that it's all really hopeful and it's quite tame I guess isn't it and I think um maybe that that's part of our like Britishness because like theoretically these people are kind of like strangers and maybe like TMH we'd all like be like rah fucking hell like there's definitely like a gallows humor like the the Brits are famous for where it's like if you you know you can find humor in dark things and just like laugh her off how shit a situation is well yeah and and I think as well it it just depends on what your personality is because for me that like I am a logical person, okay? So I know that this doesn't help everyone, but for me, this might not work for us. Mm-hmm. And I need to, I want to be okay, get as okay with that as I possibly can to prepare mm. myself. Because um, if it does work, well, then we'll have other stuff to deal with, won't yeah. we? But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that, that helps me more than being too hopeful and, and too positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you guys heard of like toxic positivity? It's like you you're told, oh, you know, you should feel happy all the time, and you should yeah. you should think positively. And actually, that life's not like that, and no. shit things happen. And sometimes you need to just sob under the duvet, and that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're failing or anything. It means you're a human. Yeah, I think you're right. It, I I've never heard like of that phrase, but it's no. so true. Everything's a balanced mind, you know. Yeah. Like because you you can. Be, but yeah, I think, I think a, a lot, lot of people, people think that you could just go, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Just think positive. Just think positive and it'll be also fine. Also in society, I think women are kind of like, um, like kind of not pressured, but made to feel like they should be positive because if you're not the positive, like, what woman what's or the matter? Wife, Why don't you smile? What's the yeah, matter? Yeah. yeah. But also yeah. like, or you're avoiding the nag. Don't be a nag. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a cunt. Yeah. Like, so we have this kind of like... Um, I'm not going to see Bob already, like two and a half minutes in. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it is... Your mother's it, watching this. Yeah, yeah she will. My mum will watch it. Sorry, mum. Um, Hi, mum. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Take you're... Take the fuck off because yeah. she's had a kid. <laughs> How very dare you. But thanks because I'm alive. Sorry, mum. I'm just joking. How yeah. dare you, Sheila. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's so funny. I'm sure your mum will watch too if she's your best friend. Cover your ears. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
They're good eggs, yeah. aren't they? Like, um, yeah, they are. But well, which actually, we haven't got. You know, I, I, I've, no. I've <laughs> kept um, I've kept a lot of this from sort of family. close friends and family, and yeah. um, not not kept it from them. They know it's happening because oh, when you first start, yeah. you're like. Oh, we're gonna, we're yeah. for a baby! Wow, yeah. so exciting! And I told everyone, like, yeah. oh, yeah, we can start trying for a family. So of course, every time I see them, how's it going? How's it yeah. going? Oh, any news? And then you know, twenty-eight cycles down the line, you're yeah. like, oh God, I want to kill myself! Please stop asking me. Yeah. So I've had to actually say to people, you know, I'll let you know when there's something to ask. It's not, you know, they they yeah. know what's happening, but I just didn't want that extra pressure when we were actually going through a cycle, yeah. um, an IVF cycle. And having to explain it again, I think that whole yeah. reliving yeah, it kind of, it's quite trauma, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think it most is. people don't really understand. They don't think of it. They don't know that they're being annoying when they ask. They think that no, they, no. they think that it, it is, yeah. It comes from a nice place, definitely. You know, no one's yeah. asking in a nasty way and they don't know yeah. what's, what's, just gone on they don't know you got your period yesterday they don't know that you know you you, any of the stuff that you that you're going through so it's not their fault but I do think we have to set the boundaries and so I've done that now so um yeah somehow talking to complete strangers on the internet is just (laughs) is a bit easier um I suppose there's a bit less I don't know I don't even give a shit about people's expectations of me I don't know why it feels like that but I don't know because yeah. I'm the first of my of my close friends who have had trouble mm. um, with it all. It's, I don't know. I don't it's know weird how many people do have. Um, I, I we were. I'm like a sieve. I get something. I hear an interesting fact, and I, I for the life of me, I won't be able to quote it ever again. But the <laughs> numbers of people that mm. do have to go through IVF treatment at the moment is really uh, staggering. Like yeah. it's not like it uh, it's not. Beck, can you remember the figures? It's something? like one in eight or one in six people That's have a lot fertility people. treatment or mm. issues yeah. with fertility. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. I, I'm always, I mean, now that we've, we're going through it and we know more about it, I'm just flabbergasted that no one bloody told me. Like, yeah. we, we could have got on it, you know, a couple of years ago. Got st- well, that is when we started. <laughs> but like, a couple of years before that, mm. I don't know. I, I don't know if we were ready then, but... I don't know. Maybe you would have taken my... action sooner. Should we should we blast through yeah, a quick maybe. little um a quick little um history of you guys the whole like up to this point journey just to, for listeners yeah, to maybe yeah so in yeah, as much so... or as little detail as you you want to include but you know yeah that's cool that's cool so um just after my birthday my hold on how old am I now. Just after my 35th birthday, mm-hmm. we decided to start trying, which was a terrible idea because now I've got this milestone mm-hmm. every single year. Oh, yeah. now it's been one year. Now it's been mm-hmm. two years. It's yeah. Annoying. But anyway, yeah. um, we decided to start trying. And actually, I had a little window into, um, into the infertility community um, before we started because um, I don't know if, if I've said so far on the podcast, but I'm a photographer and, mm-hmm. and I had a job with a company called Ferring, who um, I think they do some sort of IVF drugs. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but it was a kind of IVF bloggers summit oh, cool. that I was photographing. So I was taking pictures of people like, um, this is Alice Rose and um, uh, Keely, who's um, underscore trying to be a mum. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Mrs. K Meeks as well. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was listening to all of their stories. We yeah. just started trying that month. And I was thinking, oh, God, these poor women, like, I'm going to be pregnant next month. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you do, oh, right? You mate. just Everything you've been taught about up until that point yeah. is if you have sex with a boy, you're going to get pregnant. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. don't go near that thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so I'm really, really pleased that I had that little, like, you knew about it yeah. because you know it was it was hard enough as it was if I had had to discover all of that on my own or worse still not discover any of any of this information and just yeah. try and struggle through it on my own that would have been really tough so anyway after um six months um we went to the doctor and we got things rolling um luckily for us we were eligible for um one round on the IVF which included one fresh and one frozen um cycle mm -hmm. yeah so our, our issue is um is male factor mm -hmm. um they're us. just yeah. yeah oh is it okay yeah. yeah so ours like um triple threat yeah <laughs> <laughs> like numbers numbers are a bit low yeah. morphology and motility both bad yeah. um but anyway you know it's mm. it's our issue you know i don't yeah. want to have kids with anyone else so you know it, i it's yeah it's fine um and actually as it turns out well the round didn't work our first round but it's quite a good one if you're going to choose one of the issues to have yeah um because we had a round of ICSI and IVF so um that's where they select a sperm to be injected directly into the egg yeah um and yeah I don't know I've heard that of all of the issues it's it's one that can be got around yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um, we've had the same so um yeah. I'm really sorry that it didn't work. That really sucks. Yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. and and was that recently that you went through that round? Yeah, it was. It was um, not not last month, the month before. Oh, like... I have I have to say, I mean, I I I wasn't I wasn't that nervous. I was I was almost kind of just glad to be doing something, yeah. doing mm. something productive. Um, and I found the process itself like injections <laughs> and um, you know just the timings and yeah. the uh the pessaries yeah <laughs> um fine i found them fine the um not like you know yeah wasn't like i want i love these side, pessaries like yay yeah it it was okay it was okay um and i think sometimes you don't hear that from people you hear from people who have a terrible time yeah um so yeah the the process of it like the physical process of it i found okay um but the uh, the mental stuff, yeah. <laughs> the emotional stuff, towards the end of the two week wait was just yeah. it was horrible. It was horrible, but it yeah. was fine. You know, I just had to cry it out under the duvet, and you yeah. know, just a few days of that. And I swear. Yeah, and swear. <laughs> I did. I did a bit of swearing. Yeah. I did a bit of swearing. And actually, I have to say, last month when we didn't have anything to do because it had failed, and yeah. we. Could we there was nothing we could do but wait till ready for the next one um it was so nice it was yeah. so nice not to have to think about any of it because there's nothing you could do you have to just literally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, it, it was it was really lovely it kind of makes me think oh yeah you know, yeah almost dreading the next stage more than i did the first yeah you know? yeah because you've got yeah. that experience of like I suppose it's just that upheaval because I know, well, we haven't had any rounds of treatment yet, okay. so we're still waiting. But I, It would be good if you could prepare yeah. for this before it happens because yeah. I, I, I always think yeah. the worst 
I always think the worst possible thing is going to happen, and then mm. that way, when it if anything happens at all, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I think like, that. But that's a, not a very good way to live, and it's pretty you, like yeah, not nice. But I'm just naturally like that. I always assume the worst. Yeah, I agree. Do you think, um, Elise, it was like hard because I don't know. We've both felt and heard that when you have IVF, you're like, yeah, um, we're having fertility treatment, and the first round, you just think, oh, it's gonna mm. work because you just mm. do because you think oh it's the answer but obviously that's not the case and it's very rare no. for it to happen um yeah. even if you are having ICSI or or if there's only like one side of like an issue on one part you kind of just like yeah. have that hope and and think oh yeah it's gonna happen yeah I mean like how many of us got any hope left in yeah, the bank I don't but know. somehow there's always that little yeah. bit isn't there and it's that two-week yeah. wait I've heard that the progesterone that you have even mm. the, oh, that progesterone mimics pregnancy doesn't it anyway in a normal yeah. cycle but you're am it's I right elevated. in thinking you have extra progesterone given to you when you're on in a cycle of IVF yes so that's um that's what the pessaries are yeah so um yeah they're just trying to load you up with progesterone to keep the lining all juicy and nice I think and friendly um, <laughs> stay in there hospital <laughs> yeah. yeah clench your butt cheeks yeah oh, <laughs> yeah so sorry I what was what was was there a question there I can't remember um, no I was just I don't know I think was there was it, one at the beginning was it was it hard because did you did you assume that it would work like we were thinking like oh, oh I we'll... see yeah uh, I don't know I mean I think I think it's it's a good idea to know that it might not work yeah because somehow if you think it's going to be this miracle and then the thud back to earth just kind of hits you even harder probably doesn't it probably still feels just as shit but yeah yeah i think it's good to sort of balance it i don't know but i mean at the end of the day there's you all you can do is do the steps that they tell you yeah. like however much you hope or are positive or are negative or swear or pray or whatever yeah. i wouldn't do that i'm an atheist but yeah it's not really going to change the outcome. Yeah. So you just have to sort of look after yourself. Mm -hmm. If it helps you to sort of temper that hope and just say, okay, look, it might not work. Just, just stop. But I think if, know, if people do that, that they're probably yeah. going to be less pressured, less stressed. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if you kind of just accept, you know, this might not work. Um, mm -hmm. I know this yeah. is all so much easier said than done, but if you could just accept, you know, whatever, let's see what happens, you know, and not try and get your hopes up then yeah. your body might be like less stressed and less on edge and that might have an but effect like you never know it, it could do it could do but sometimes i think sometimes i think if you if it's gonna hurt you more to think in the negative then yeah. you're gonna be hurt twice aren't you mm. so maybe for some people it might be a good idea to to think positive and be hopeful and enjoy that potential yeah, yeah. even if it doesn't work for mm. me, I think it's better for me to stay a bit calmer and, you know, not not think too far ahead. Yeah, um, Whilst day. we were doing it, yeah, I was just trying to take each day as it came and um, not, yeah, I don't know. Try and find you a middle ground, I guess. Hope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it a lot, like, going through the actual process of stimming and stuff? Is it intense? Because you have to, because of the rules and, like, what mm. to do. Did, did that feel like a lot of pressure? no no it didn't it didn't I, it was quite it was made quite clear to me what I needed to do it was hmm. one or two 
and then the last in injection day was three injections a day. I found the injections absolutely fine, to be honest. Um, mm. The first one I, sh I had to get Rich to do. Um, and then actually that was quite a nice part of the process for him to be a part of it because yeah. like, oh, it's so shit. Like yeah. we have to do everything. Yeah. All they have to do is wank in a bloody cup. I know. Right? I know. So, so I wish fun. that was all we had to do. Yeah. I wish we could <laughs> practice giving injections on them. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That would be good. But, but you know, it was fine. It was quite nice. I'd hmm. do the injection and I'd say, I'd they didn't tell me I had to do this, but I'd have a little lay down for 20 yeah. minutes, nice. an hour. Um, and obviously because of COVID and everything, there wasn't anywhere to go or anywhere to be. Yeah, nice. And so actually I think that helped quite a lot. Um, but I, I, I found I like doing something. I like being productive. So I actually quite enjoyed it. And then when the two-week wait here and you don't, well, you, you shove a pessary up your ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> once in the morning and once yeah. in the evening um but yeah kind of almost was like oh the injections have stopped <laughs> which was I, d I don't know why I felt like that because I've got the schedule through for the next part and there's even more injections in the in this really? frozen embryo wow. round yeah which I was shocked about I thought it would be a bit simpler but anyway wow it is what it is um yeah, yeah. so know, really. did your IG account come before or after or during your treatment so it came, it came before, it came just before. And actually I haven't put anything on. So after our round um, failed, mm -hmm. I, I haven't actually posted anything since that happened. Yeah. Um, since, since actually uh, probably about the first week of the two week wait, Yeah. it just was all a bit much. And yeah. actually I, I, I have enjoyed the past sort of, I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks not having it all in my head yeah. it somehow helps it helps during or yeah. like a little bit before because it feels like you're doing something yeah <laughs> you know, yeah what are you doing moaning to a load of other women on the yeah. on the internet but yeah somehow it helps but but when it was a reality I was a bit like oh you yeah know, it's too, too I need to try and distract myself from it not kind of immerse myself in yeah. it yeah step away um, yeah and, and I do I felt a little bit like oh god you know I, I was enjoying it, but I'd also, I, I have, I think I, oh, I'm sure everyone can send me all sorts of new mm -hmm. ones to do, but I, I felt like my, my well had run dry, you know, yeah. I, I, so I, I haven't posted for quite a while, um, but you know, the things that I said before are universal and timeless yeah. really, like, yeah, they are. for a lot of people. Definitely. And, and you also started um, like a runoff from it because it, and I can't remember the handle exactly, but basically <laughs> our, our infertility stories, is it? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Our infertility stories. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that basically because you did that come after or during as well? Uh, yeah. So that came just over halfway through mm -hmm. the, the fuck you underscore infertility um, account. Um, I think a lot of it is because I. I don't have much of a job at the moment yeah <laughs> so I needed a project yeah um but I I had this idea yeah so all of us who are on this shitty journey yeah. um have spent you know hours googling and ending up on you know mum's net forums and yeah. never, never quite knowing the full story of, of what people have been through or uh, what happened in the end or anything like that. So I thought it would be a cool idea to have 
a bit of a directory of of stories of mm-hmm. people who've gone through infertility um and and, and a, a whole mixed bag so some people who um who uh it didn't work for so any treatment or anything and they and then are childless or child free however they want to be labeled um some people it did work for some people had twins some mm-hmm. people um you know have had traumatic experiences miscarriages mm-hmm. um and all sorts of issues obviously can be the reason why why um a couple or or a person is infertile um so i kind of want to create and i'm in the midst of it a directory of stories so you could go there and you could um search for exactly what what your symptoms Symptoms, or what your sort of story is and find full stories from people who've actually been through it yeah um so yeah so i've got i've got lots and lots of stories the response has been incredible um i need to widen the search a little because just by the nature of where i'm requesting those stories from mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who are still going through it and so I kind of need to tip the scales a bit with some positive stories because yeah. I'm told it does work for some people yeah yeah um so yeah so I, I I'm looking forward to to getting some more of those and, and getting that together but also quite aware that I need to look after my own sort of yeah. emotional well-being at the moment as well definitely not much pressure on myself that's um that's a I mean I think what you've done with the our infertility journeys stories 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 yeah I think it's really good I think it's um really nice to have like have so many people who are advocates for kind of supporting other people going through it and raising awareness for it I think it's really valid but also I think it's interesting what you just said about looking after your own um kind of mental well-being while trying to do it because I've I think it's really, really underrated that, um, you know, how triggering and how, like, upsetting it can be. Because mm. people, like, yeah, because you have to go through this thing every month. You have a reminder yeah. that, you know, the thing that you want the most, you, you haven't got. And then you see mm. people with kids and they come in. Like, when we talk to um, a couple of guys. It's just everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. And then you look for it when you're aware of it. Mm. Or, or yeah. you're more aware of it, so you notice it more. But, you know... It's a, it's, we had a guest on from the Infertility Clinic, the network. Infertility. Yeah, Fertility Network UK. And um, she did, that was a good episode. And she talked a lot about people's um, like rights and employment rights and things mm-hmm. like that. And like how to deal yeah. with it in the workplace. I mean, we're both self-employed. So it doesn't really, we don't have a choice really. We've got to just do whatever we've got to do to do it. But, you know, when you're in a workplace environment, mm-hmm. yeah. people, I think people don't really know like if they've not had any experience with IVF they wouldn't know they wouldn't they they just don't think about like what it might be like for someone going through that and like how they might be upset or not upset but like get upset when there's baby stuff around so if there was a way that we could um communicate these things so that Mm -hmm. like everyone kind of knew about them it might make everyone a bit better yeah but it's tricky you know because you don't want to be you don't want to be like yeah like I imagine people could worry about being seen as like really fragile and like too Yeah. There's a balance though. But it must be I yeah. mean I'm I hope that we don't get really really bad and stressed and worried and you know, emotional when we're getting closer to the actual stuff happening. I'm trying my best now to like prepare myself mm-hmm. for like being as yeah. mellow or neutral as possible. Yeah, I know. 
I know. I, th I think with the work thing, it, the one of the issues is that everyone's different, you know, mm -hmm. in the same way as on, in, on Instagram, the people that you follow and that help you will be different. It might be fuck you and fertility. It might be hope and, you know, and the angels. Like, yeah. <laughs> ev everyone's different. Some people want... Some people might not want anyone to know anything about it because it just makes it even more painful. Basically, it's just shit either way. Yeah. Like no one, no one can win, can they? Like no. everyone says the wrong thing, everyone asks the wrong questions. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's it is such a great idea to try and prepare yourself. It's so good, but also you might not be able to pre prepare yourself for everything. Yeah. And you just mm. have to let yourself feel what you feel what you feel and. Well, like, it's, we're, getting, we're getting a little bit stressed out now because um, yeah. I don't know if you know, well, just to sort of keep rapidly get people up to speed, but basically me and Becky were meant to have our phone call in March to come in and start treatment. COVID happened. Everything got re messed up and all the staff got redeployed and everything. They're getting back to normal now. And we've been told um, because of our situation and, our, you know, because of all the details of our case and stuff that we'll hopefully be expedited and, like, when they start stuff again, mm. we okay. should be getting a call at the end of the month. And now there's just fucking loads of idiots running around having house parties, licking door handles, and like <laughs> making COVID go off the scale. And you're like, oh, cheers. Now, because you yeah. have a basic human right to just do whatever you want and not care about anyone else, like we might have to wait another year, six, who knows, like, like it's horrible. So have, you, have your clinic not started up again just yeah. about yeah they have so um they started up in i think they did the first treatment again in july um okay. and they obviously prioritized patients who needed their fertility preserving and that kind of thing and and those patients who were in the middle of rounds or had like transfers cancelled and stuff just quickly how shit would it be for people because there were people that started their yeah. rounds in march did all their injections and were like all yeah. prepped and ready to go and then they went oh yeah no yeah on the day it closed there yeah. will have been people like in the car on the way to the clinic having a phone call like don't come in now yeah. And and they will yeah, have pulled ready, the trigger. Uh, ready to get ready to get their eggs collected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or what, transferred. Have a shag and then like yeah. have set toplets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. yeah. So oh, there's people god. worse off than us. But I think it doesn't help though, does it? No, it <laughs> no. doesn't help. But it's getting, it gets really, really annoying when, you know, like people like cause this COVID stuff, like it, it's it's not, I'm almost fed up talking about it now because it just mm. we've been through loads of it before and it's just but literally it comes yeah. down to this if people want to be heroes and just suddenly become advocates of human rights and want to do everything they want to do or these people that are like fighting to do you know what i mean like oh i'm not wearing a mask i'm not doing this I'm, and you're mm. like how selfish are you because it's not just people like us that are waiting for ivf but they're like people waiting for operations and people yeah yeah like, absolutely and it's just so selfish and upsetting and it's hard and so i'm i've been super duper negative for a while and i'm trying my best to be a little bit more positive so <laughs> um yeah do you know do you know what i'd suggest just stop reading the news and stop you i know, do generally down for a little bit yeah. and just kind of i haven't watched yeah. the news for about three no for about two months i literally just go yeah i don't care i just it's all i bollocks. remember at the start of lockdown i was like checking the numbers of deaths yeah like, every, i think yeah. we all were every day at like 4 30. yeah <laughs> i just updated it quick yeah but um, i mean they are creeping up again now yeah it's so tough it's so so tough it's tough for everyone yeah. it really is mm. and i and i i still feel 
but I, but I, I really feel for you guys. I, don't you just feel like your life is on hold? Mm. I'm like, you're, you're, I'm waiting for my life to start. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that looks like, whether we have a kid or not, I just, I just feel like, oh, just, I just want to know if it's yeah. gonna happen. That's yeah. worse. Th- that's worse than bad news. Yeah, I think yeah. as well, like if lockdown and COVID wasn't happening right now you kind of be able to like distract yourselves like while you're waiting for treatment and doing fun things so that you don't feel so much like your life is on hold. I don't think that feeling ever goes away until you have the kind of answer, Closure, yeah. as it were. But at least you could be busy and distracted. But most of, yeah. most people have to stay in and stay close to home and not do normal things, isn't it? It's weird. So what's um like we'll try and get some positivity back on track here because yeah. I just literally <laughs> drag this through the wah, wah, wah. yeah through the dirt. Um, so your frozen round, what's going on with that? Do you your next round or whatever? Yeah, so we've got um we've got the schedule for it. Um, so yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, I don't like just I don't like. You don't want to say when until, it's, until it's done. Yeah. yeah, I just again, it's just that pressure thing. It helps me to just yeah. I'll just go into it. We'll go into our little bubble and. Yeah. yeah yeah we'll just we'll just get on with it but we'll, we'll touch um, wood for you we day. can do another podcast after. <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be good about it, it but it, I, it, I don't really know what's going to happen but i mean you know we've got two frozen embryos yeah they might one might not thaw both might not thaw okay mm-hmm. like it's not a guarantee that you're going to get around um and unfortunately this will be well i mean i've oh got i'm so so grateful that we've got even yeah. one one round on the nhs it's just it's just amazing. Um, so, yeah, we've got, I think I said before, we've got one frozen round now. Yeah. And then after that, we'll have to um, to pay if we'd yeah. like to carry on with it. I know. And it's really hard, isn't it? You kind of, I, I notice like you're saying, I'm really grateful. But you kind of have to check with yourself, don't you? Because you don't, you shouldn't you shouldn't really have to be grateful for being able to, be, being supported to be conceived, to conceive or have a baby. Because, you know... I don't know. Yeah, it's nice to be grateful, but at the same time, it's not fair that other people like yeah. us are offered three rounds and you're only offered one. Wow, like, yeah. like that's yeah. just a postcode thing. Like in Wales, that's the case for everyone. That's where we are. There's a lot um, less people in Wales, though. Yeah, but it's still not fair, is it? Because there's people in in, in UK and in Scotland and yeah. um. Hey, listen! Ireland. Don't speak about it too loudly. They'll take two of those rounds <laughs> off you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but do you know what yeah. I mean? It's literally could, like know, it's you know, not fair. Could be American. You have to pay like twenty grand or something. Yeah, yeah. I know. But you could live like two miles down the road and could have got two. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean. I feel about it a bit the way I feel about furlough. Like I didn't get as much as I would normally pay myself. Yeah. Like 80% mm. of what I would normally pay myself. I've got about half of that yeah. because um, I have a limited company and I, anyway, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm just so grateful for what I have got. I think sometimes, I don't know. I just think I'll, I'll just be grateful for what I've got. Yeah. Cause I can't, I can't control it. And yeah. you know, we're try we're we're trying to plan ahead, um. Yeah, uh, with with our treatment and yeah, there's always going to be a, a line. What we're going to be able to do. There's yeah. always going to be stuff you're not in control of. Um, yeah. So, yeah. and I think if you live anywhere in the UK, we are pretty lucky to have like what we get. Yeah. So. In the world, yeah. yeah, lots of places in the world. Oh, God, it would, that yeah. would just be it. Like, oh, sorry. Mm. Well, you'll just have to be yeah. part of the childless club kind of thing. Yeah, mm. and it, and it's also um, it's so it's just so prohibitive for anyone who do, who isn't 
like loaded basically yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know so it's just like well poor people aren't allowed to have children yeah what the hell it's a bit weird but i don't know Mm. it's it's a difficult one because there are there are people who need like life-saving operations and treatments for diseases I don't know. I, yeah. I find it a difficult it's one. It's quite philosophical. Why... Yeah, it is. It mm. is. Yeah. The philosophy is just <laughs> whacking me right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. So um, are you going to, you know, you said about the our infertility stories. Is that going to yeah. stay on Instagram or is the plan to, like you said, you were going to stretch your field? Is that to get more stories or you want it? Like... Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I've bought the website. I haven't done anything with it yeah. yet. That's cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking a website. But for now, um, well, again, as I said with Fuck You Infertility, I yeah. I've, haven't been posting recently, but um, I'm taking like little bits of little quotes from um, some of the stories that I've already got yeah. and posting those on instagram just to kind of keep the momentum going and, yeah and yeah that's yeah. good um, yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get back to it i just need to yeah i need to do Check. it when i'm ready yeah there's, there's a, lot, do, a lot going on you yeah. can't you gotta be yeah. gentle with yourself self-care is so important is. but we'll definitely put links and stuff into mm. the podcast and yeah. it'd be good to get you back Thank on as well you. it'd be nice to sort of um you know have like like you said you know with stories like sometimes you don't always get the full picture and you want to sort of yeah. get the, the, the yeah. next the next chapter as it were so it'd yeah. be kind of cool to like have um have you back and you know same yeah. with other guests and just like we can keep up to date with stories and stuff then and yeah let people know and maybe um a good source of um people with positive stories or people who've actually been successful with pregnancy is approaching um you know um cat strawbridge at trying years yeah. um she's yeah. got the finally pregnant podcast so Oh, okay, um, cool. Maybe there'd be women from her followers who would have stories for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, it's an- another stream. Yeah. A lot of people have actually said that um, they really enjoyed just writing it all out. Yeah. And I had a Cathartic. real mixture of, yeah, yeah. So I I send a little email out to people with some pointers about things that they might want to think about including. So if people don't feel that comfortable writing, then they've got some things to, mm-hmm. to guide them. But most people who've sent it through have said, you know, that was really nice to just get it all out of my head and, and out and, yeah. and just onto onto the screen. Yeah. <laughs> no one's written, no no uh, no paper letters yeah. yet. <laughs> um yeah, so I think it might even be a good thing to think about doing, even if you don't you don't have to send it to anyone. You, yeah. you know, just for yourself, yeah. just to kind of work through all of this because it's shit, it's so yeah. shit and it's all like buzzing around in our heads all the time. Um, and yeah, actually just get it out, get it out That's a good idea. So is writing something you do for self-care? Is that like a go-to for you? Hmm, interesting question. Yes, I've I've always, (laughs) um, I've, I've always liked writing, but I, I haven't, um, I I wouldn't say that I've done that myself, um, no, I haven't written my story yet for it. Maybe I should write my story. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you don't want to write it until it's done. Don't want to jinx it. Some sort of end point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, w- I will. I will write it. Um, and also, obviously, because because um, our issues are male factor, you know, I, I'm conscious of the fact that it's not just my story. And yeah. you know, I want to check that Rich is okay with everything 
yeah. um, that I, anything that I'm putting out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like writing. I enjoy writing. Um, and yeah, I mean, through COVID, I, I'm sort of starting to use those skills a bit more with a with this new job. I'm <laughs> yeah, doing a bit of copywriting. Yeah, yeah it's I, I. It can be really, really cathartic. I think. Yeah. To, to it's get get it all out definitely a good take tip. my own advice yeah yeah no it's definitely one of these days <laughs> yeah it's so easy to tell people what would be a good idea to make themselves feel better but then you forget to look after yourself don't you? yeah <laughs> so often yeah, exactly oh elise it's been so oh. cool to chat to you um oh you guys too it's been really really nice yeah. so it's so nice to just talk to people who, who know what what's good i don't know yeah it's just weird talking to muggles about it like, yeah I love it you know I love yeah, that Harry just, Potter just, reference well I used to like Harry Potter I'm not a fan of JK Rowling no. currently yeah no after her um, tweets yeah no yeah let's get we can get into that yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we like our literature <laughs> Don't yeah <know> about... <laughs> we'll separate it yeah. from her yeah. I've got a few fucking swear words for her <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm not surprised yeah I I, I feel I feel yeah <laughs> um yeah so it, it's been lovely to have you on and um like I said we'll definitely um link your fuck you fertility and fuck you infertility rather mm. and um our infertility stories um just to signpost oh. people to reach out to you about their story especially like you said those people who like maybe reached the end and had a positive outcome uh that's really cool so get in touch with elise and yeah thank you so much for coming on it's been awesome yeah Aww. thanks a lot thanks, bye, thank you. See you <laughs> bye. So that was really awesome to catch up mm -hmm. with Elise. And yeah, we haven't really got any super exciting things to sort of announce or like look forward to because, well, we have because we've got our, we're really touch wood, hoping that um, Wales, in Wales Fertility Clinic are going to call us by the end. If I said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, Wales Fertility Institute. Wales Fertility Institute are going to uh, call us by the end of September, like they said. Um, big shout out to Dr. D'Angelo. Whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. For uh, just being an awesome doctor and yeah. seeing us and, you know, like, just, oh, can everyone just uh, cross their fingers, chuck ice cream over their shoulder or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is you got to do. But, like, I think it's normally salt. We just want to get it done now. We just want to get started. So yeah, we do. Hopefully that'll be. Um, In the next few weeks. Yeah. Well, Maybe? what is it now? Know. This will go out tomorrow, which is the which will be the twenty fourth of September. Yeah. And they said it'll be by the end of September, didn't they? I know. Fingers crossed. So, uh, so we'll be back with another episode next week. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, you can check us out on our Instagram at Hope Mum and Dad, or if you're listening to us on YouTube. And maybe this week, well, not this week because Thursday just, tomorrow. Let's go back a sec. Like, so yeah, people, a lot of people listen on one thing and don't know about yeah. the other. So like. If you are working from home and you have YouTube on, you're furloughed, or you're an office worker working from home and you can have YouTube on in the background. You can check out our us. faces. Yeah. Oh, hey. It's actually quite funny watching the um, mm -hmm. thing because you just watch me stress now going, oh, shit, is this going to work? Is this cable going to fall out? Is everything going fine? So it's a, it's, it's a bit extra. But if you're on the move and you're commuting, you know, all that kind of stuff, we're on uh, any anywhere you get podcasts, including Spotify, which I've got to say I've started using lately. And for podcasts, you mean? No, for listening. Yeah, to listen for listening to podcasts. Yeah, because you normally use Podcast Addict. Yeah, I use an app. 
which pulls it in. But Spotify is really cool because you can sync it across devices quite yeah. easily. So like you pause it on one and yeah. go to the other. So big yeah. shout out to Spotify. Yeah. For because uh, they've only just added it properly, I think. No, it's been on there for ages. I'm just a city baby. Yeah, you were always telling me to download a podcast app, and I was like, I've got Spotify. It's fine. Yeah, I thought you had to pay to get your pod- podcast no. on it, but you don't. No, because we're on there. We're on there. We're famous, and yeah, uh, yeah. So check us on our our Instagram. Check out our Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. Check out the Facebook. And yeah, as I was saying, maybe next week we need to get back onto Twitch. Yeah, we'll mess around. With we've Twitch. got a bit more time. We've been a bit um, tired, so we haven't done a lot in the evenings because we've been very busy. We've just been uh, doing a bit of self care, looking after Coco, and. Um, yeah, that's been the bulk of our lives. Just trying to get through the just day. Get, say your name, get say your name again. Coco. Uh, she just looked oh. at me and wagged her tail like she's going to go for a walk. I'll yeah. take her for a walk in a second. <laughs> you said once, actually, that when we do our podcast, you should have a dog cam. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so maybe we should have... Oh, see that corner there where yeah. her bed is? I was thinking about putting like um, a little backdrop there just to yeah. make it look less shit. And having Coco Corner. And people can just check in and just like, if they're feeling a bit shit, mm. they want to see like a cute puppy she's so cute yeah right i'm gonna stop rambling thanks for uh, tuning in and thanks for all the support we Mm -hmm. will see you next week yeah bye